man. Uh, but listen, we like different. We have different uh, goals and different aspirations. We like different different things for different people, and we want to you know make sure that we meet all of our fans' needs. Different strokes for different humans. Hey. Oh, oh, damn it. Damn. I, mm, son of a bitch. We are uh, great at the jokes. And uh, mm-hmm. and listen, <clears throat> we put a lot of effort into the show to make everybody feel comfortable and uh, give, give back a little bit to our community, you know? Mm-hmm. So I mean, a lot of people say, Brent, in what state do you live in? And I'm like, me? <laughs> Why, I live in Joklahoma. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that reminds me of a thing that uh, most people are not going to care about, but I'm just going to go ahead and blurt oh, it absolutely. out since we're recording anyway. Uh, back in the day, uh, it was like 2003 to 2004 when I was in a, a band, I would uh, we'd go play shows and you know, it, you'd have other local bands that would play with you. There's this one band that uh, their time was bleeding over into our time slot we were supposed to go on. Fuck them. And um, it, it was annoying, yeah. most of all, just because it's, it's rude, you mm. know? You, you get off the stage and, and go. And uh, secondly, it's not like people were clamoring to hear more from them. They were just oh, yeah. they were just going on because. Uh, and thirdly, the song that they went over on, they were, <laughs> they were a stoner band called Bad Guys, hmm. which for a long time I thought was Bad Guys, like a villain. <laughs> but it was That's a cool Bad, name. B-A-G-E-Y-E-S. And, uh, like, I never really thought much about it until I saw their banner. I was like, what does that mean? Mm. And I, it was probably years later that I, I before I got it, because uh, I'm just <laughs> so dumb on drugs. <laughs> yeah. But um, they, the song they went over on was a song called Smoklahoma, oh. at which point they spelled out <laughs> Smoklahoma. <laughs> Where I think it was supposed to be like the song Oklahoma, uh-huh. but they they really went out. It's like S M O K, and I was just like, Oh, oh man, Jesus, come on, just just please stop. That's amazing. How, please let the power go out. Anything to to stop this madness. Absolutely. So totally worth it. Um, Thanks, bad guys. <laughs> I think like bad guys or the bad guys sounds like a pretty cool name for a band, but uh, bad mm-hmm. bad eyes. Uh, uh-huh. I would actually think that would maybe be like parents. You were like moonlighting and like trying to keep it alive, keep the dream alive with like, you know, doing some band stuff. Um, I wouldn't really go with like stoner. I would think like red eyes, you know. That that seems right? like it would make more sense, right? Yeah. But then people are like, oh, did you hear about this band? They're always tra- <laughs> trying to take uh, flights at night, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like different ways. Yeah, so you can't even like, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. That's, well, speaking of another thing that just sure. came to mind, there's another band uh, that was some friends that uh, went to school with myself and uh, and Ross, who's been a co-host on the show, uh, the the name of the band was Yukon Gold. And I was like, like the potato. What? What? Why does that? <laughs> and they go, yeah, it's like a, a I guess a strain of marijuana. I was like, huh. oh, okay. And, but then like I went to the grocery store, I saw yeah. Yukon Gold potatoes. And I'm like, they're primarily known as potatoes. Yeah. Like most people think you're a potato band. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, my wife Amanda would be totally in support of a potato band. <laughs> she loves that shit so if they handed like fries out as like part of their their, their shtick they'd be like alright mm-hmm. cool I like this band eating some chips or something cool on their last song you know how like most bands like big bands they'll have like confetti cannons that fire off just like shitloads of confetti in, in the crowd on theirs they just have like <laughs> fried potatoes and french fries oh I thought you were gonna say like a potato cannon just like straight to the gut like I imagine, like, hey, we're Yukon Gold. <laughs> you know, welcome to Potato Show. We are Yukon Gold. 
Yeah, it was weird. I wouldn't weird go choice. to that show. I mean, like, I'd have to check it out at least once. Yeah. Man. Well, uh, I think on that note, we're doing it. What do you say? Sure, why not? All right. Uh, listen, we're not doing any Fast and Furious, but it's still on the, on the script, so I'm saying I'm Steven the Fast Fisher. <laughs> I'm Brent the Furious Hibbert, I guess. <laughs> Probably should take a better look yeah. at this. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, welcome to the show. Uh, you were listening to uh, Let's Talk About Stuff, and welcome to the show uh, again, because I already said that. But uh, today we're doing a pop culture catch-up, because uh, it's been a while since we've been able to talk about some stuff we've been watching. Or It's been a while. <sighs> been a while since I've done that, too. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm feeling really good about myself, and I will <laughs> hopefully do that about three or four more times during the show. Well, it's fingers crossed. That's right. Thoughts and prayers, Stephen. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff, like trailers and random shit like some news that's come out and then when we've been watching a lot of stuff uh, in the last like month i guess really there's like a bunch of stuff that i had had on a list that we haven't been able to talk about yet so uh yep. so let's begin um so before we get into that i want to do a, a quick shout out uh, to daniel sanchez who co-hosted the show with us last week Absolutely. so uh, daniel thank you for doing that we had a, a blast doing that and i hope that the show turned out well for you and all the other listeners yep and then also to uh to hector roman whom I did a uh, a podcast with on well I recorded a podcast on his oh yeah his podcast I did I recorded an episode yeah. on his podcast <laughs> good lord uh, this is my my first day uh, co-hosting on the show oh. so uh, bear with me but sure, sure. Uh, yeah we we uh, recorded an episode talking about art and uh, podcasting and and whatnot uh, so check out his show Mind Grenade uh, the episode should drop soon. Uh, it's not out yet, but uh, hopefully soon it, it comes out. Maybe by the time this is out. Mm. I don't know. It'll come out you don't when know. it comes out. But uh, <laughs> thanks to Hector for, for having me on. What's his uh, show about? I haven't listened to his before. Is it just it's kind like of a general? A, yeah, it's kind of like a general pop mm. culture show. Uh, on our, the most recent episode, he spoke with one of his friends who took a trip to Vietnam. So mm. it's kind of just That's cool. a little bit of uh, this and that. But uh, it's a really good show. Nice. And uh He's uh, overall better at uh, hosting uh, the podcast than than I am, but uh, <laughs> that's okay. We're still working out the kinks. We're 82 yeah. episodes in, and uh, I think by 160, we're going to get there. I'm hoping yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> There's got to be yeah. a change somewhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool, yeah. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. You're, you're on a different show, man. That's interesting. I'll be like, yeah. I kind of want to listen to that just to see what Brent's like uh, outside of me. Because mm-hmm. yeah. inside of me, Brent is great. <laughs> 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 well, Stephen went blue this time. <laughs> Stephen, it's not that kind of show. Yeah, I'm um, sorry. Family show, family show. <laughs> oh, boy. Your family's going to be so ashamed of you. Okay, so we do have the results from the last episode where we had Daniel on, we, where we discussed Too Fast, Too Furious, and mm-hmm. the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <sighs> Got to take a deep breath before saying all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, we put out a couple of polls, one on Twitter, one on Instagram via Instagram stories. Now, mm. here's the issue. Twitter poll came out fine. We got results there. Okay. I was unaware that an Instagram story poll is only good for one day. Oh, no. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't really understand Instagram stories. I, I go to Instagram, I look at photos. I don't understand those stories. You know what, Stephen? So. Clearly, nor do I. Yeah, because okay. I, I put one up and uh, my wife said she voted on it. And by the time she voted and saw it, it was a 50-50 split, so mm-hmm. that's the last I've got there. But okay. on Twitter, we do have a split at 33 to 67% split in favor of Tokyo Drift. So I think people kind of generally prefer mm-hmm. okay. Tokyo Drift. Um, so, yeah, there's that information. 
just in case you were wondering. Absolutely. That's good to know. Uh, <laughs> I, I do think uh, I have a friend who I mentioned last time uh, in, in Houston, um, James, who uh, had had told me he loved Tokyo Drift a while back. I don't know that he saw our poll because uh, I don't think he follows the show. I think he, he's just like friends with me on there. So I didn't even think to like, I don't know what to do with stories again. I don't even know how to like kind of re re-gram uh, that, re-Instagram that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think he would vote for that as well. So uh, yeah. I'm sure it's kind of even more skewed that way. So it's interesting. Um, I've thought about them a little bit since we talked on the show. They they do have a little uh, sparkle in my in my eye. Uh, they were they were fun. Mm. They were you know goofy and fun. And uh, again, I don't think I would really rewatch them. Uh, mm. I, I am excited uh, as we we're talking before the show. I'm excited for part four, Fast and Furious, uh, yeah. coming up. Uh, we both you know wanted to watch more of them and everything. But uh, but yeah, I'm really digging digging this whole series so far. It's it's been really fun to watch them. So. Awesome. Hopefully it, it gets better as it, yeah. as it goes uh, on. That's what I'm excited for, you, for too, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One, I really like The Rock now. I used to not uh, when he first yeah. came out. Like, I'm not a professional wrestling fan, and so I didn't really care one way or the other, I guess, for him before. Uh, but then when he started acting, like, I'm always kind of, like, iffy about, like, uh, pro wrestlers who become actors. But then, like, I love Dave Bautista, right? He was a, mm-hmm. a wrestler, right, before? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And he's, he's great in Guardians, and then he was in a, another movie I'm going to mention here soon. Um, and then, uh, the rock as well has really grown on me. He's like super charming and funny. And so I'm excited to see his intro into the series, uh, soon. I think, is that five that he comes in or is that four? Five. Five. Okay. Yeah. So that'd be fun. That's five. Yeah. That's when it, oh, it's when it goes it down. Just clicks. I, I don't want to <laughs> nice. overhype it, but man, I just love that movie so much. Um, I know it's like fast and furious and, uh, there's a lot more exciting things. When you said it clicks, I was like, I imagined a seatbelt and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> with like his name on it. <laughs> It's the Fast and Furious cast like you've never seen them before. <laughs> strapped into their automobiles. Safety first, This time, man. they're obeying all the rules. Oh, man. <laughs> Slow speed chases, we got them. Yo, Dom, why are you slowing down? <laughs> Brian, it says it's 55 here. It's a school zone, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a weekend. I don't care. I don't care. The lights are flashing. There's a park over there, Brian. It's a park, man. You gotta be safe. These kids could have a ball in the street real fast. Yeah. My Vin Diesel impression is spot on, gotta say. I, I honestly, with your bald head and, you know, there's a lens flare on the camera, I, I thought it was Vin there That's, for a second. Yeah. No, there's not a, well, the lens flare is from the bald head, but still, yeah. 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 It's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I try to, yeah, I basically try to look like Vin Diesel, which is why I'm so jacked. Or does Vin Diesel try to look like you? Hey. I, mean, I don't know. You, you tell me. You, can you prove we'll, me we'll wrong? <laughs> Check out our Instagram story poll. <laughs> oh, it's gone. It, oh, oh, man. Yeah, that was quick. So quick. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're just going to talk about some random shit. So uh, you kind of went into the results. That's good. Um, uh, we'll just keep going through it. Is that cool? Yeah, Back and works forth. for me. Awesome. All right, so uh, there was some news the other day on Slash Film that um, Marvel is doing some cool stuff at Hulu coming up. Mm-hmm. And uh, on this note, before I get into what we're really the story was... Uh, about some animated shows on there. I had also heard that um, Hulu might have a deal with Marvel and they might like reboot, or not reboot, but they might like renew some like Daredevil stuff over there. Like all those shows that get canceled on Netflix, which I thought everything was going to be moving to the Disney service eventually. But uh, yeah. I had heard some rumors as well that maybe they would pick stuff up at Hulu. So I don't know. I, I hope there's still some life, even though I haven't watched a lot of those. Um, you know, I watched like the first yeah. seasons of some of them, but um, it seems like kind of short notice and weird timing that those were just like all canceled randomly. So uh, yeah. I hope they get to pick those back up, but um, yeah. yeah, but 
they are going to do a, uh, a bunch of animated shows at, at Hulu, um, including Howard the Duck from fucking Kevin Smith, which I am fucking <laughs> pumped for, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, sounds awesome. And then some of the other ones I didn't really know, like Modoc. I feel like I barely heard, but it's uh, Patton Oswalt is involved with that, which is pretty cool. So, Oh, you've never heard of the mental organism designed only for killing? Hmm. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'd, I'd heard that title before. I don't know if it was like in a comic or a movie or, or something that we had talked about. I, I feel like I'd br- briefly heard that Modoc before, but I don't even know what it's yeah. from. So It was, uh, I think it was in, um, oh boy. Uh, Age of Ultron. I think they oh, okay. mentioned Modoc briefly. Okay, that, yeah. that might be it. Yeah, for sure. But uh, but yeah, they mentioned there's uh, Tigra. Sorry, and... the comic, the comic. Yeah. Age yeah. of Ultron, not the not when we the when we read yeah. it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, Tigra and Dazzler show, um, which has Chelsea Handler involved. I think in that one. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, they have like a lot of cool ones. There's uh, Hit Monkey. Uh, I have no idea about uh, uh, Howard the Duck, and then it's going to end with a, a thing called the Offenders, where uh, they all like join together. So it's like the Avengers, the Defenders, yeah. and the, the Offenders. And uh, I just think this is a fun thing that they kind of announced. Uh, I didn't know this was coming at all, uh, but I was mm-hmm. mainly excited that Kevin Smith was involved. So yeah, I think it'll be fun. I'm, I'm curious as to like because they're they're kind of skewing it more towards like the adult audience. Mm. They're they called them uh, or referred to them as adult cartoons, but I don't think it's gonna be like hentai, which I'm disappointed on. Yeah, you know, absolutely. because it's like if you're gonna do it, like do, <laughs> do it, it, you know. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but no, I mean I think it's uh, I think it, it could potentially be good. Um, uh-huh. I just hope the animation is good. Yeah. Um, th- there was a, a post online. I didn't know if it was like actual character designs or if it mm. was just like something that they cobbled together out of. I don't, I don't know what it is, yeah. but I, I hope the animation looks good. I hope the, the stories, like, have a, um, a specific point of view, mm-hmm. like, for them, and it's not just, like, well, this thing is, like, that thing. Yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I was shocked and uh, delighted to see Kevin Smith was mm-hmm. part of the Howard yeah. the Duck uh, thing, because I've listened to Fat Man on Batman, which is now Fat Man Beyond for years, and I've never really heard him mention uh howard the duck uh at, at length yeah about, like that being one of his favorite characters or anything but i mean like i, I kind of generally like most of his comics work mm-hmm. um and this is kind of like a spinoff of that plus his you know um his cinematic uh side of things yeah for sure being worked into it so yeah it sounds good hopefully i don't know yeah i've never heard of him like say anything about it either but it seemed like mm-hmm. um i you know i love howard the duck the movie from when i was a kid and uh, even though it's really fucked up, and uh, and it just seemed like he his kind of humor and stuff, like it feels like Howard the Duck could be could easily be a part of the canon of movies that he's made or whatever, like that, like oh, it yeah. just totally made mm-hmm. sense when I heard it. And then they have some other good people involved, uh, it seemed for the other shows. So, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I, I agree that like um, the animation kind of makes makes or breaks it. We'll see. Um, and I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, I don't. I watch Hulu, but I mainly not like Hulu originals. Um, besides, like the Runaways, which is another Marvel thing. So, um, I hope that uh, I don't. I don't. I guess I don't know about like other animation that they've done. Have you watched any other like animation on Hulu? Do you know if they like go for a certain style or anything like that? Hmm. No, not off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But I think it can probably vary by uh, whatever studio sure. is working on it. So yeah, I, I don't watch a ton of Hulu originals either. Yeah. Now that you mention it. Yeah, uh, Hulu to me. I don't know. They all serve their different purposes, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And Hulu has always been, like, the one that's owned by all the studios or all, like, the TV studios and stuff. And they, like, 
it's more for like up you know like um just aired type of stuff is what i watched on there yeah. mostly i guess and then uh, they have some movies they have you know some some rotating movies that i like but uh for the most part, I don't go there for that. I go for TV shows and then uh, not a whole lot of their original scripted stuff. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see how these shape out. But um, but I'm down for the ride. So Yeah, absolutely. Cool, cool. Absolutely. Well, speaking of being down for the ride, mm. are you down for a magic carpet ride, Stephen? Uh, maybe. Maybe. That's, my okay. That's about where I am on it. So uh, <laughs> the live-action Aladdin, I guess, teaser trailer? Mm. Or maybe, I'm, I'm going to say it was a teaser. I don't yeah, know. it was pretty teaser. That teasery. came out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, people seem it's, uh, it's a to yeah, it, it people seem to be polarized on yeah. it, um, mm-hmm. primarily for the appearance of the genie played by Will Smith. Yeah, um, and uh, I saw I saw a great meme of uh, Will Smith genie where he was uh, somebody photoshopped him into Thanos's body. Oh yeah, uh, like the chin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean like. Even before, because we don't see the genie until like the very end of the the mm. teaser, um, but I thought like all of the the stuff that we saw leading up to it, I thought it looked kind of just okay. Mm. You know, it looked very um, like I was uh, complaining about the the Dumbo trailer from mm. uh, I, like late last year. How it looks like they're not even on sets. It's just like yeah. maybe some of the stuff in the foreground is is a set, but everything in the background is all. CGI, which is just like a weird choice to me. Yeah. And um, I thought this would have been a good opportunity to have stuff set in the real world. Yeah. Um, that's when people stop getting polite and start getting real. Um, <laughs> that's what I want from an Aladdin movie, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but no, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. There's yeah, something know. about these live action adaptations of existing Disney animated films that just doesn't seem to appeal to me okay. as much. And and I don't want to um I don't want to harp on Will Smith's genie mm-hmm. too much because uh he he does look a little bit odd in in the trailer, yeah. I will say, but also they're kind of going for a certain look that somewhat matches the original with the kind mm-hmm. of in, overinflated arms and chest and everything. Um and it's likely that in the movie it will probably look better or at least you won't. Yeah. It won't bother me as much, but uh, I don't know. This this doesn't appeal to me as as much as I wanted mm-hmm. to, and I I really wanted it to because I'm Indian, and I was like, oh, this is <laughs> this should be for me. Yeah. Uh, plus plus he has a, a capuchin monkey, mm-hmm. which also is something I, I love. Sure. But uh, yeah, so far I mean I'm just not super impressed. And then Guy Ritchie is directing it. Uh, and it just seems yeah. like a weird choice. Mm-hmm. You know, super weird so. choice. Yeah. Yeah, that's what really got me in the beginning. Um, I showed this trailer to Amanda, and I didn't really tell her. Like, I, there was already a lot of backlash when I saw it online, specifically about Will Smith's genie, uh, like the look of him and everything. And I showed it to Amanda without telling her my feelings about it, and she was like, "Yeah, it looks pretty good." And I was like, "You know, there were some parts I think that are okay, like definitely some of the the general effects, not the genie, but the other ones. Like, you can tell they're still polishing it, but some of it looks pretty magical and cool. And um, I, I don't know, like I I could be behind some of that." Um, uh, there's some parts though that really just like threw me and, and initially when I first heard Guy Ritchie like I'm not a huge fan of his um, and his style of movies and stuff like I used to like at least the first um, Sherlock Holmes he did with Robert Downey Jr. but after watching Sherlock from the BBC um, and that one's so realistic and, and modern and cool I, I tried to go back to the other the Robert Downey Jr. version once and I was just like I can't get behind it 
everything's just like that slow motion and like hyper realistic weird look to it and um i like some of guy Ritchie's like earlier work and stuff but um i have never really been a big fan of his so he was a really weird choice i thought for aladdin i i, I don't know like that yeah. seemed very strange to me and and the results in the trailer didn't really like make me any more like optimistic mm-hmm. about that i guess um but also uh <clears throat> jafar <clears throat> excuse me Jafar in this movie, uh, in this trailer, uh, his voice uh, is like high pitched almost. It's like um, Jafar is like this gravelly sounding like I don't know. Like there's something about him that was really cool in the original movie, and I I, mm-hmm. I like that character a lot. And this one was so weird. And uh, someone pointed out online, I thought this is perfect for for my my what I interpreted of this. Whatever they were like, he sounds like a YouTube makeup star. <laughs> And I was like, yes. And he kind of had like that look there, like the Arabian look. They kind of have like eyeliner type looking stuff. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I think he just got off his YouTube show showing how he made that look. And it just didn't really fit. It was weird. Um, he didn't look as like, or sound as menacing. And he didn't look yeah. very menacing to me either. He just looked like a dude. And um, I don't know. There's something, like, I loved Aladdin when I was a little kid. And this just didn't really yeah. scratch that itch that I would want from it. So I don't know. Uh, and then Genie, <clears throat> they had released a picture a while ago, like maybe in like uh, Entertainment Weekly or whatever of like the cast, and it was just like Will yeah. Smith as Will Smith, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. people were like, "He's not blue, what the fuck, whatever." And so they did this, and I'm I'm on board with what people are saying. Uh, I kept seeing online is like, if they're gonna do the blue thing, like do a full CGI, like do like the genie was, like he doesn't look like Robin Williams, you know, he just sounded like Robin Williams. Like I think Will yeah. Smith is an inspired choice for this. I'm totally down with that. Uh, someone else mm-hmm. recommended Jack Black, which I could have seen uh, as well. I would have been down for that because I oh, like Jack yeah. Black a lot. Yeah. Um, and it could have been funny. But I, I think like Will Smith is a big personality and he's different and it could have been cool. But seeing it in, in the trailer, I was like, what the fuck? That thing was freaky looking. I did not like it. So <laughs> clearly they have a lot of work to do on that. Yeah. Uh, they released a, a still photo. I don't know if you saw that from the, the trailer as well where he's bigger in the room and his face yeah. actually like matches the, the size of his head. And it uh, doesn't yeah. look so pasted on, so clearly they have a better vision for it. But uh, mm-hmm. I was like, why? I, I guess I feel like more and more in the last few years, trailers have been coming out with uh, clearly unfinished effects. And I'm like, can you just like polish those up a little bit more? Like, this is like your first foot, you know, like in the door. Like, you want your first impression to people. It just seems yeah. like you'd want to put a little more, more out there. Uh, because it really like kind of ruins it, and then you always have to excuse it, like, "Well, they're working on the effects," and I'm like, "I'm getting sick of having to do that." I guess so. Yeah, yeah. Just learn how to wait. Yeah. To release that teaser. Yeah. Just like, just wait. Just wait. Just give it a month. Yep. They're working hard, man. So yeah, just do it. I don't know. So yeah, it really was kind of lackluster. I've watched it maybe three times now through me and Amanda, like showing her and stuff, and uh, mm-hmm. it really hasn't like. Any, got any better in my mind that I'm like super pumped about this one so yeah Aladdin and The Lion King were two of my favorite Disney mm-hmm. movies from back in the day so I mean maybe it's just me having like super high expectations yeah but like I mean like give me give me something to work with yeah you know? <laughs> this one give me one thing to be excited yeah about. it for all the cool things they could have shown, like they showed some cool stuff, I guess, in the the Cave of Wonders, like with the lava and everything. They showed like brief glimpses of things, but I'm like, mm-hmm. there's so much cool stuff they could have shown and they didn't. And I don't know, like there was a, such a good sell for a teaser trailer. So that was another thing is the Cave of Wonders looked just lame as hell yeah. to me. Like in the like old, like hand animated movie, it would 
like move and speak and everything. Yeah. And this, it just looked like a miniature blown up to a full scale uh-huh. and then CGI'd in, in the background <laughs> yeah. or whatever. It was just, I don't know. I was, I was uh, disappointed in that. I guess one thing I'm excited about is uh, Naomi Scott is playing mm-hmm. Jasmine mm-hmm. in this. What is she and from? I'm glad you asked, Stephen. She was the pink Power Ranger. That's right. Yeah. In uh, the Power Ranger movie yeah. from a, a couple years back. But, uh, but yeah, she's, uh, she's awesome. I like her as an, yeah. an actress. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was funny, by the way. I just wanted to... Again, I was looking online on Reddit, I think it was what I was, uh, I was looking at and everything, and um, someone had said, like, some jerk online was like, uh, I don't like this because she's not in, a, like, a midriff-bearing outfit like she's supposed to be. Like, basically, they were like, she's not sexy enough, like, the outfit's not sexy enough. And I was like, in my head, though, I was like, neither is Aladdin. That dude just wears a vest for that whole movie. And in this, he's wearing a shirt. You don't say anything about that, do you? I want to see those abs. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even uh, notice the thing about uh, about. She's just wearing a dress, Aladdin. like a fucking dress, yeah. like you would. Yeah, yeah. And she looks great. Aladdin's, like it looks cool. Like it's all like uh, decorated with like jewels and stuff. It looks great. Yeah, yeah. Aladdin's hair is just like molded into that shape or something. Yeah, like it's just. I, I guess that's like the whole thing with these movies is like everything seems overdone to me. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's just like too much yeah. makeup and not enough like rub some dirt on him or something. Yeah, you know? he's a he's a street make, rat. Make it, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, he's been watching those YouTube uh, tutorials. Those makeup tutorials. Oh, there you go. He's that, cleaning Jafar. this act up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's hey why they're guys, together. Hey, <laughs> that's me, your boy Jafar. <laughs> Sounds so intimidating, right? <laughs> Today we're gonna work on doing a John Waters mustache. <laughs> That would that would like up the ante, you know. Get your sharpies. <laughs> it's actually John Waters in disguise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but enough about that, I suppose. Uh, clearly, we yeah. don't really are not really looking forward to it too much. Uh, I am looking yeah. forward to the Lion King. I still like John Favreau. I think is a great choice for that movie. And yeah. uh, and I've heard like great things from people that have seen some early of the CGI work on that. Uh, like mm-hmm. a different, I don't know where they were, but you know, uh, different like tech shows or whatever through Disney and stuff that they showed like some yeah. clips of it. And uh, so I'm excited for that. I think that that should be really cool. But um, this one from the get go, just hearing Guy Ritchie, I was like, nah, I don't know if I'm into that. And then seeing the teaser, I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what I expected. So <laughs> yeah. we'll see how it, how it turns out. But uh, so far, not sold. Same. Yeah, cool. Same. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to dive in and do a little bit. Uh, to the Oscars coming up. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Oscars and I generally try to watch all of the best picture nominees at least. Uh, and this year I've been going through school and I haven't had fucking time at all to watch those. So I think I've only seen maybe one of the best picture nominees, uh, this year, but, um, and, and we record on Sundays, so it's hard next week. Next Sunday is, uh, the Oscars. Uh, we're recording this on a Sunday and there's release on Tuesday. So it's kind of hard for us to talk about them the day of, because it'll be before the show, but it'll, our show will air after they've aired, and so it doesn't make a lot of sense because mm-hmm. I can't talk about the winners. It's always kind of weird. So uh, since I haven't really watched them anyway, I was going to talk more about the Oscars themselves, the telecast, and the uh, controversy and stuff. They've been trying to do new things this year. So um, yeah, this year they tried to introduce uh, a uh, most popular film that people were really pissed about, so they took that away. They were going to go with... Uh, Kevin Hart as a host and then some controversy happened there and then he dropped out and then they wanted him back and then he was like no I'm not going to do it which I'm happy about because I don't care for Kevin Hart uh, a whole lot so uh, he's okay but he's like overstayed his welcome in my mind uh, okay. generally he doesn't excite me a whole lot if I have a movie that he's going to be in but uh, especially for the Oscars I was kind of like ah oh, fuck I'm going to get a bunch of Kevin Hart jokes all night 
That sounds wonderful. So I'm, yeah. I'm down for a hostless Oscars. For, for one, I think it's just different and cool. Uh, and they haven't done it in like 30 years. Um, so I'm kind of down with that. But also they're trying to shave down some time because a lot of people uh, complain that the Oscars, you know, they always go like way over, but they're, they're just so fucking long. So getting rid of a host and some of those like lame jokes that can be in there, even if they're a good host, whatever, like just getting rid of that, I think is good. Uh, so I'm down for that part. But the other day... Uh, they had announced that they were going to air some of the uh, awards during the commercials, which they have started to dabble with, I think, in the last few years. And they kept doing it with like special effects and that kind of stuff, uh, which is really unfortunate because that industry has been lobbying basically for more of a role in the Oscars and more recognition because they barely get anything. They have like one or two categories they really like recognized for, uh, mm-hmm. like special effects itself. And then they should have more, though. They should... Special effects, like almost every movie now has CGI in it, even if you don't know yeah. it. You know, even like yeah. not big effects-laden movies that you'd expect, like The Avengers or something like that. Um, so many things use green screen and they use whatever, just like, you know, painting lines out like for, for wires and like just doing different stuff, making things look better. And uh, so that's been like an issue al- already. But this year they decided to, uh, to announce that they were not going to air uh, like cinematography and editing and then hairstyling and makeup uh, were all going to be during the commercials. And since we've, uh, like this past week since I put that on the show script, they've already backtracked that now. And because the, they had a huge backlash from all of the uh, people in Hollywood like uh, Afonso Cuaron and, and Guillermo del Toro and Seth Rogen, you know, uh, big, beautiful movie people, obviously. Uh, basically mm-hmm. saying that, like, it's called cinematography. It's, it's the basis of everything that you see and uh it's the one thing that's like inherent to cinema outside of every other medium i saw a tweet from alfonso uh alfonso Cuaron who was saying that like movies borrow so many things from other uh mediums you know uh they they have scripts like other things do they like plays are basically movies that aren't shot you know but like cinematography and editing are the two things inherent to cinema they're the things yeah. that make it what it is and different from every other medium. And to it's almost just like a huge slap in the face uh, to do that. So they finally decided, hey, we're not going to do that. They, they tried to clarify it for a little bit that they were like, oh, we're just not going to air like them like announcing the awards and like walking up to, st- to the stage. But we'll air their speeches later in the telecast, whatever the fuck that means. And it just, I don't know, like, I don't know who they're going for. Um, one of the a good tweet I saw about this the other day was like... <laughs> Because I love the Oscars, but a lot of people don't. You don't really care for them that much, right? Uh, you always. Uh, I, I will watch them, but mm-hmm. I'm not as invested in them yeah. as, a, as you. I, yeah. But like most of the people I know now, I realize, like, especially our age group, uh, don't really care for them. And I saw a tweet the other day that they were like, oh, you're going to shave 10 minutes off the Oscars? Cool. All the millennials still won't watch them. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. they don't care in general. I love them. I would like yeah. them to be four hours long. I don't care. I love it. Like, I like Amanda yeah. had mentioned, like, yeah, they don't have to sing, like, every song or whatever. And I was like, no. One of their stupid decisions earlier this year is they have five songs nominated, but they were only going to perform two of them, which is what two and why, and that's weird. And then they finally decided, yeah. oh, we'll do all of them. And it's like, yeah, if you cut all that out, you shave off like 30 minutes. But I'm like, no, I would love yeah. to see performances. That sounds great. Um, mm-hmm. Bette Midler came out last night on Twitter and said that she's going to be performing the song from um, uh, Mary Poppins on there. She's going to be singing it. So I was like, that sounds great. Like, I love Bette Midler. That's that's fantastic. Um, so I, I personally, I'm like, I'm down for all of it. It's a celebration of cinema. I love cinema. I love that night. I'm totally down with that award show. It's my favorite. It's my Super Bowl. 
Uh, but I get that they want to shave time and everything. They're just going about it like a really weird way. So uh, so anyway, they backtracked a lot of that. Hopefully it'd be better. Um, I wasn't going to necessarily like boycott it, but I was not looking forward to it, you know, that they were like doing these really weird decisions and stuff. So now I'm like excited about it again. That sounds better. So we'll see how it plays out. But I don't know who's in charge of that stuff this year and why they're trying to do all this different stuff. They're really trying to stay relevant. But it seems like the the old marketing exec who has just heard about Instagram from their, you know, daughter or granddaughter. And they're like, I'm hip. We hashtag Oscars. And it's like, no fucking stop. You know, (laughs) it just seems like they, they don't have a good idea about like what people really want. Younger people, especially. So just kind of weird. So, yeah. Um, on a recent episode of love it or leave it, John Lovett had mentioned um, he was he was talking about the the Oscars mm-hmm. and the controversy there, and he was saying a lot of the things you were saying. Um, he also said that whenever they come back from commercial, instead of cutting to people walking out to the microphone, just have them standing there, <laughs> yeah. have them already Duh. there at the microphone. Yeah, saved you ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there's like a lot of like uh, they basically like always make a huge production of like opening these like giant doors and someone's walking out to music, and it's like nobody fucking cares about that. Just cut over and like have a mic on different parts of the stage, cut over there, there, bam. Like that sounds great to me. Like I don't need all that extra like showy stuff either. Uh, I don't need like the host. I, I'm really intrigued to see how it flows and everything. Cause I've never seen one without a host. Um, yeah. but yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for that change and to see how that goes. But, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Like they, they really kind of were trying some weird stuff this year and, uh, Maybe they need John Lovett just to get in there and produce the shit out of this. You know, I'd be down to watch that there show for sure. Get him in there. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So should we jump over into stuff that we've watched recently or media we've consumed? Absolutely. And uh, and we'll discuss away on that. So do you want to kick us off? I will. I just talked a lot. So uh, give me a second. <clears throat> okay, let's do this. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I've been watching, I haven't been able to watch a ton of stuff because of school lately. So this is actually over the last like month, month and a half that I've just like saved stuff and haven't been able to, to fit it in. So, uh, Amanda and I put on, she put on and I was watching a bachelorette, which is, uh, I hadn't been that excited about it. I hadn't heard great things. Have you, have you seen that? Do you remember this movie coming out even? Oh, I was thinking, (laughs) I was thinking the TV show. The Bachelorette. Oh, there you go. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was like, wow, Steven's really I, <laughs> eating super, up two to three hours super into it. every Monday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. those things are fucking long. Amanda used to watch yeah. that. Holy shit. No, this is no, a, no, I've never heard of this movie. This is a 2012 movie. Uh, it came out like right around the time of Bridesmaids. Uh, it might have been afterwards. Like It might have been like, oh, they had a hit. Let's do this movie. But it stars mm-hmm. Kirsten Dunst, Lizzie Kaplan, and uh, Isla Fisher and Rebel Wilson. So it has oh, a, okay. a, a weird, I think it's a weird cast, uh, and it yeah. plays out weird, but, uh, it was like, they had some big names that they were trying to like, I think compete essentially with bridesmaids. And, uh, this movie is fucking weird. These, these women are very, uh, it's basically like they're like, like bridesmaids kind of was, they're very like raunchy, but they are like dirty raunchy. I would say as compared to like bridesmaids where it's like, they just had some funny like dick jokes. This is yeah. like they're doing like coke throughout most of the movie and uh like kirsten dunce is kind of the straight-laced one uh lizzie kaplan and isla fisher are just like coke heads uh and yeah. then rebel wilson is getting married and uh I, I honestly like we watched this a little while ago and uh it's very forgettable i don't remember a whole lot about it i just kind of wanted to mention that i had tried it it had a few moments that were funny but for the most part 
I was like, what the fuck is this movie? It's very strange. Uh, it has yeah. like a 50% somewhere in there in Rotten Tomatoes. And, uh, and yeah, it was, it's really weird and very forgettable. Obviously you don't remember it coming out. Yeah, uh, no. it was on like Hulu or Netflix. That's why we put it on. It was definitely free and, uh, and better for it. But, <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to mention that I had watched it honestly. And then being like, probably don't, I, I definitely yeah. would not recommend it. Uh, it was very weird. Um, so yeah, it has a, a 56 in Rotten Tomatoes. It's not horrible, but, uh, I think it yeah. should be way lower than that. So <laughs> okay. yeah, it seems like there was a, series of movies not an actual series but a a a bunch of movies that were trying to capitalize Mm. on that hangover type of yeah yeah um uh comedy Mm -hmm. um which i I like the first hangover movie uh Mm -hmm. i thought the second one was the first one all over again yeah so it was a a big disappointment to me i never bothered to watch the third one yeah but um, out of all of those type of um those type of films, mm-hmm. uh, Bridesmaids is probably the the only other one that really like stands out to me, mm-hmm. where it has like more like offbeat comedy yeah. about a a thing that's mm-hmm. going to happen, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> leading into a wedding specifically, mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, and yeah. it's uh, it was really well written. I think it got nominated for an Oscar that year actually uh, for Bridesmaids, yeah. and uh, it's mm-hmm. it was it had heart, like it was a good yeah. story, it was a good movie or whatever. And the other ones like this one, I think this this felt like the the women version of hangover that 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 yeah. kind of like that's what they were definitely trying to do like oh women can be raunchy too and it's like yeah you can that's great but this is like not not great <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you can be raunchy but also try to be good i suppose yeah the, yeah. the only thing i'll say about this is uh the director um uh of this her name is leslie headland and she was a i think she's like a playwright uh first and this is based on one of her plays and the plays sound kind of interesting and i might have liked this as a play but as a movie, I didn't really care for it. But she has a, a series of plays based on the – it's called The Seven Deadly Sins Cycle. So she has one mm-hmm. called Cinephilia about lust. Bachelorette is about gluttony. So that's kind of like like their cokeheads and whatever, all of the stuff and everything. Uh, she has one called Assistance about greed. Um, she has a, a few different ones. Um, so that sounded cool. And then she co-created the Netflix series Russian Doll on uh, with Natasha Lyonne that everybody's talking about. And I'm really excited to watch and I'm still yeah, excited to watch that, cool. even though I didn't care for this movie. So, um, so she has some interesting parts about her, maybe, but I just didn't care for this as a movie. So, uh, yeah. But yeah, there are so many moving pieces when it comes to film that it's just like, how does how is any movie ever good? You know, it, just, it has to have <laughs> yeah, like a, a, a right amount of like synergy to make it work. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm willing to give somebody the benefit of the doubt that mm-hmm. you know maybe. This one project didn't work, but the the next one could be yeah. could be good. Like um, the Jessica Jones series on Netflix, mm-hmm. it was show ran by um, the lady who uh, was like a producer on the Twilight movies. Oh, which really? Are, are bad? But, like, Jessica, <laughs> but Jones Jessica Jones is, is great. Is, yeah, yeah, it's great so far. Yeah. So, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Stephen, can we talk about uh, one Mister Tommy Oliver for a second? Sure. Do you do you know who Tommy no. Oliver is? When I say that, I don't think so. Oh, well. He uh, is what many refer to as the greatest Power Ranger of oh. all time. I read Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Soul of the Dragon, which is an original graphic novel from Boom Studios, and it uh, came out at the end of last year, and it is, uh, it's good. It's good. Cool. It's uh, written by Kyle Higgins, who wrote the, uh, that, that issue that we read last uh-huh. year, uh, me, you, and Amanda, so banned from the show, uh, yeah, we all read together. 
and um, yeah, it's a it's a story about um, it's it's almost like uh, Logan or Old okay. Man Logan for those who are familiar with the comics. It's set in the future of uh, of the Power Rangers uh, history, mm-hmm. and uh, Tommy Oliver was known as the Green Ranger and later the White Ranger. Gotcha. And then later the Red Zia Ranger, the Red Turbo Ranger, and then several years from then, known as the Black Dino Wait. something Ranger? Wow. Dino Thunder Ranger? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. He, he's one of those. There's I, a lot of Dino-themed Rangers. I never knew his last name, I guess, on that show when you mentioned that. Yeah. 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 Now you know. There you go. And knowing's half the battle. <laughs> Absolutely. Tommy Oliver. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's always begging for food. Yeah, God, I'm stupid. All right, so anyway. <laughs> anyway, so uh, yeah, this story takes place in the future. Uh, he has uh, moved on with his life. He's uh, married uh, Catherine, or Cat, who was the uh, replacement for Kimberly as the Pink Ranger okay. later in the series, and they had a son. Uh, the son is a fully grown adult, and uh, something happens. Oh, man. And uh, his son goes missing, Tommy has to track him down, and uh, he had recently gotten out of the, not recently, but several years in the past, he had gotten out of the the Ranger game, but now they're dragging him back in, Steven. Oh, man. Dragging him back in? That's good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You heard me. (laughs) So there, he's, uh, yeah, I I can't help but say it. He's he's dragged back into the fray, and Mm -hmm. uh, he has to uh, eventually use all of his morphing abilities of the the various uh five rangers that he's assumed the identity of to Mm -hmm. uh uh, go back and and uh help rescue his son let's say um there may be a twist or there may be a twist or two involved Mm -hmm. in this all right but it's definitely worth reading the art um is is pretty good for the most part but some of the pages do look a little bit rushed, but uh, overall the story is is good. Uh, lettering is good, nice. so yeah, yeah, definitely uh, check out Soul of the Dragon. I'd love to uh, read it on the show, which mm-hmm. is uh, why I'm I'm trying to be vague about it. But, okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, so it it's, sounds uh, neat. Something, yeah, yeah, something worth uh, worth checking out. I'm so glad that you liked um, like you like all these like comics for the Power Rangers and stuff because um, I didn't know. Like I think we talked about that when we read that one last year. I don't didn't know that they had had such a like robust kind of world in the comics uh, mm-hmm. after the shows and everything like that, especially with like those same characters, which is cool um, yeah. that they were like able to like, keep them on. But they're really like, like so far that what I've read of them, like they're really cool. And yeah. uh, I wouldn't, I guess I've expected that if, if anything, I would have thought like they would have been just like shitty knockoff comics for kids, you know, based on yeah. that, but they really like mm-hmm. put a lot of effort into it. Um, I really never expected when I was a kid watching that show that that would have such long legs uh, to be mm-hmm. such a good franchise and everything like that. But uh, but it's pretty rad. So that sounds yeah. great. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. What else do you have? I have uh, a movie um, that I hate the spelling of. Um, <laughs> I saw this on the show script last night. <laughs> no, I was like, wait, is this, is Stephen plugging medication? <laughs> So this movie, and I, I, I had always called it this way, and I'll say it in a second, but I want to preface this. I had always said it a certain way, um, and I, and in the movie, I, it is clarified. It is said this way. It is, it is existence. Is oh, the name of this okay. Movie. It is not. It looks like ex, it's supposed to be like existence, but it's well, uh, a, a lowercase e, a capital X, and then it ends with a capital Z, and that's how it's spelled in the movie. It's a product in the movie. Uh, but have you ever heard of this at all, or do you remember this? I've seen the commercials for a oh, okay. product called Extend, oh. which is like a, 
<laughs> male enhancement drug. But uh, no, I, I don't think I wanted to review a male enhancement drug on the show. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Guys, can we get real for a second? <laughs> My thing don't work. So this is um, <laughs> this is this is a movie. It's a 1999 sci-fi movie. So the same year the Matrix hmm. came out. It is very Matrix-like uh, to a point. Um, okay. It is directed by David Cronenberg, who's a very weird uh, director, right? Um, who had done uh, Scanners and Videodrome. Um, he's done like a lot of interesting things, and this was this was one of them. And it essentially is a world where um, it's a video game called Existence, and it there's like a, a port rolls right off. The I know, top. right? Absolutely. <laughs> there's a port in the in like your lower back and your spine that it hooks up to, and everything in this world it's, it's kind of interesting. Uh, it's very visionary and weird, but it's uh it's like a. a a VR game essentially that you get ported into. Oh, it's way different than the Matrix. Yeah, <laughs> it ports in your lower back, right? And then you like totally different into a game. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But what's cool about it though is everything in this is is like organic. The they don't have. It's not like a uh, a like an Xbox or a PlayStation like a, a black box. They look yeah. like it looks like skin, and you they have like movable parts and they actually grow them like they they grow them in a lab and then and they have they, they mm. essentially i think the idea is to say we as humans are like way more advanced than actual computers are but our brains are like computers but like they can do like crazy things and store all this data that we can't even do with the computer but like we're just grown organically right so it's like kind of tapping into that mindset like maybe that there's a world where they were able to kind of do that same thing a bridging of man-made technology but through a biological stance very like very interesting very visionary to me uh and so the port in your back like it looks like an umbilical cord essentially that you plug in and it has like a lot of weird stuff like guns in it can be made out of like bones and stuff like they can put together stuff like everything has this like organic feeling to it it's all very like cronenberg is very like uh, gross uh, visuals yeah. for for lack of a better word, I guess. Um, he's very into like weird looking stuff like that. And uh, I had watched this movie recently because I watched The Matrix. Also, I've been watching all these like hacker movies since I'm in uh, hacking school, you could say. Yeah, Half the world. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I watched The Matrix, and I was like, you know, I haven't revisited Existence in a long time. I used to like it when I was a uh, you know, I was younger because um, it came out when I was like I don't know, like twelve, thirteen, somewhere in there. And so I was like, uh, it, like. Or no, I guess 14, 15, somewhere there. So um, I liked it when I was like a teenager, but I was like, is this going to hold up? And it doesn't quite, uh, I don't think I would watch it again necessarily, but I was glad I, I revisited it. It has uh, Jude Law in it, and it has, uh, God, what is her name? I like her. Jennifer Jason Leigh. Uh, she's pretty cool. Um, so it's it's the, this game within a game thing where like they get ported into a game at a, like a, they're like showing off a new one called Existence that she's made. She's a game designer. And then after they unplug and they played this game that looks like real life, someone uh, shoots her like in the shoulder to like, try to like assassinate her. Basically, there's like people in the world who say that like technology is like ruining society and that they don't believe in these like games because people are like living in VR worlds instead of actually living life. So someone like a radical person shoots her, and then it's like she has to like get into the game again to like figure out some clues and blah blah blah. And it's like, are they still in the game? It's always like this like what's happening, what's real life, because it looks so realistic and everything like that. So it has yeah. some cool aspects to it, but uh, but overall, it's it's pretty dated. Some of the things are cool and some of them are not, but uh, definitely not, doesn't stand the test of time as, as, say, The Matrix does. You know, that was so groundbreaking. 
And I think yeah. that uh, what I heard about this too is because it came out like this was not like a copy of the Matrix. They were independent ideas that just happened to have similar ideas in them. But uh, but it was overshadowed by the Matrix because it was such a huge hit. So I never yeah. I, I don't think this ever got its its uh, you know proper introduction to society like the Matrix mm-hmm. did. You know, but also it's not quite as good as that either not quite it's not even a good way to say that it is not as good as the matrix so uh but it was interesting to watch again and uh and some of it's pretty pretty visionary and cool so um i mean i would give it like if i had to i would say it was hands okay bringing it back back to our (laughs) (laughs) you know if you've listened to the show for 82 episodes (laughs) you'll remember our dumb scale we use for rating (laughs) People are clamoring for it to bring, to bring it back. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So hands. Imagine you've got a flat hand and you wobble it back and forth. There you go. Making the, eh, it was okay motion. Yeah. That's that's the the general rating. Absolutely. What if, in, you said this movie came out in 99. Yep. What if in like 2014, they were like, okay, crony, you know what? We, we, we got lost in the shuffle with the Matrix. Here we are, 2014. We're going to put it out. 15 year anniversary. We're going to go out bit. We're going to put out a special edition steel case Blu-ray and we're going to have it just blasted out on social media. It's going to be everywhere. What do you think? And Cronenberg's like, yeah, let's go for it. So then they're like getting ready to, to hit the button to, uh, to, to put in the request for the steel bug. And then they see a commercial for extends, uh, mail <laughs> enhancement and they're like, God fucking damn it. What? We have terrible timing. <laughs> Scrap all the plans. Cannot push this on social media. It will get lost in the shuffle again. <laughs> just, just come up with something else. Just do it. Just do a different movie. Don't, don't worry about it. Um, speaking of, you were talking about the, um, how like the, the the stuff they were plugging into and, and mm-hmm. like that everything is more organic looking. Yeah. I don't like that. I, I like having stuff look like stuff. Like it, it bothers me. Like uh, yesterday, Brandy and I, my wife, also again banned from the show, uh, we went out to the. Uh, Every like mid February, there's a car show that my hmm. dad puts his. Uh, he has a couple of Corvettes. He puts them in the show, and he nice. usually gives us uh, tickets to get in there for a day. So we were walking around, and I came across this car that it was. It it looked like an old timey type of car. Again, uh, neither one of us are gearheads, yeah. so uh, just just take my word for it. It yeah. was an old timey ish <laughs> car with like super thin front wheels, whatever uh, that might be. But the design of it was supposed to be designed after his wife's like handbag or whatever and he had like the handbag sitting out like next to it but it looked so weird like there's body putty on it to like Mm -hmm. um emulate the the like leather on it or whatever it just looked so weird and it looked nauseating like yeah (laughs) it it looked wrong i don't like it like we're a very liberal show here let's talk about stuff but it looks like okay this is this is where we can build that fucking wall Yeah. yeah I imagine Let like cars be cars. Was he was he there? Was it like he was presenting the show? Like was he next to the uh, car? Or he was there, like talking to somebody, and mm-hmm. I can only imagine he was talking to somebody, like giving valid reasons why yeah. he decided to do this, and potentially, <laughs> hopefully, he was later arrested. Yeah, absolutely for, for this crime against humanity. <laughs> I was hoping that maybe you just locked eyes with him and just like slowly shake your head no, <laughs> you know, just walked away. <laughs> Oh, man, it's so weird looking. Well, I'm going to send you right now a photo of this game console, and I think we should uh, tweet this out as well. Uh, if, if, okay. if It's kind of not safe for work, I would say. This is the game console and the uh, connector to your back port. All right. Ooh. Connect to my back port. <laughs> Get Steve. excited. Let's see. 
Oh my god. Dear god, what the fuck is this? So like the little like it looks like an ear that was like deformed, right? Was it growing with, on the back of a rat? With, probably. I don't remember how they talk about how they actually grow it. I don't know if it's like in a lab or if they grow it inside of an animal and like take it out. I can't remember how they talk about that. It's really fucked up. But so the oh little like anywhere there's like a, a little like nodule kind of sticking out, that's like they basically just rub it. That's how you like play with it. <laughs> like you literally just put your hands on it and like rub it around. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, and Jennifer Jason Lee is like, she. this is her baby. Like she's made it. And so like uh, it gets like damaged in the movie, spoiler alert. And She's like rubbing it all the time, like "oh my baby" or whatever. Like, like mm. she wants to, and it gets like black because it's like damaged. Uh, and then also, like she she puts a port into Jude Law in his back, and it gets like infected at one point, so it's like all gross. But also, she tries to put the thing in, and it won't fit. And she's like, "Yeah, newbies need to get it lubed up sometimes." And she licks her finger and sticks her oh finger in his God. back hole. <laughs> <laughs> something i never thought i'd say and uh yeah it's all just very gross and weird and it's not a future that i would ever want for uh for for technology i i too like uh normal looking te- i like technology how we have it i like black boxes and like the cool futuristic sleek designs and stuff i don't need it to be this way but again david cronenberg man he fucking does this shit so there you go give me the sharp edges give me the rounded corners absolutely and i think we're in business. I don't. I don't need like organic stuff. No. Yeah. No. Oh god, that is disgusting. So if you oh. feel that that's okay to tweet out, I don't know. It might hurt some uh, some people's eyes. But uh, oof. Oh yeah, we'll definitely tweet Absolutely. it. Absolutely. I mean, people have to see it to believe. Yeah. It. Right. It's pretty. It's pretty weird. It's pretty <laughs> fucked up. Where did you watch this? Was um, it streaming somewhere? God, yeah, I think it was. Uh, that's why I think it was on Hulu. Actually, I might have might have watched it on Hulu. I can't remember right now. But okay. uh, yeah, it's definitely streaming right now. And mm-hmm. uh, that's why I picked it up. It, again, I, I, I wanted to revisit it because of The Matrix, but then I, it was because I saw it on there and was like, oh, cool, like, I'll watch that again. And uh, I just put it on in some, like, afternoon. And, yeah, uh, whew, yeah different. Well, there you have it. Existence, yeah, a.k.a. Gross Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Brush out and, <laughs> and, uh, and watch it on Hulu. <laughs> what a great way to describe it, absolutely. That's all I need to be said, for sure. <laughs> Well, uh, I've got uh, two that I'm going to bundle up here. Uh, I watched The Escape Room from earlier this year. This is actually the first movie that uh, my wife and I saw in theaters this year. We just kind of wanted to go out and yeah. and uh, watch something that was uh, was kind of fun. You wanted to escape? And, uh, we, yeah, absolutely. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, and we also watched Happy Death Day, uh-huh. uh, which was spoiled for us. But luckily, my wife has the uh, media memory of a goldfish so she she totally forgot about who the killer was nice. and i didn't mention it for her but the reason i'm bundling both of these together is because both t- movies whenever we sat down to watch them uh escape room in the theater and happy death day here at at my house um i didn't realize until then that they were both pg-13 movies oh, okay. and they're both kind of like horror hmm. movies but um both of them were were pretty fun. Mm-hmm. I, I think Happy Death Day is is definitely worth a watch. Nice. I, I actually bought it on iTunes since it was on sale, but um, and, and I would definitely watch Happy Death Day again. Um, and Escape Room was I think you should watch it once, but within the next like three years because oh, okay. it has a shelf life on it. Yeah, like <laughs> I, it's one of these movies. After we walked out of it, that I told my wife I was like, yeah, like five years from now, this is going to be on TV somewhere. People are going to be like, wow, this is. This feels really dated. Oh like yeah, it's, interesting. <laughs> like it's, yeah, but um, it, it's it's fun to watch um, over the the next couple of years, and uh, I, I probably wouldn't 
spend money on it necessarily, yeah. but if you can find it streaming somewhere, which I'm, I'm sure will eventually happen, uh, you should check it out. Uh, Happy Death Day is something that I would definitely go back and rewatch. Mm-hmm. I, I had a blast watching it. Um, but both of them being PG-13 movies, I was kind of expecting there to be um, a loss of, of quality or mm-hmm. you know something to that effect. But I mean, really both movies do what they set out to do. Um, both of them are, are a little bit campy. Um, Happy Death Day does it a little bit better. Like I feel like the, the filmmaker knows what they're doing with it. Yeah. Uh, Escape Room is, um, I don't know, it's not as, as gory as it could possibly be mm-hmm. since it's you know PG-13, but uh, both of them work in their one fuck. You know, oh, anytime nice. I watch a movie with a, a yeah. PG-13, <laughs> if it's going to be like that type of movie, like I'm not expecting it from one of the, the MCU movies, but you know, when it, when it comes to like PG-13 horror, I'm like, yeah, I know okay, it's fun. It's like an Easter egg. Like, yeah. Find the fuck, yeah. you know, uh, and uh, they use it pretty well in Happy Death Day. So awesome. uh, yeah, definitely check out both of them. Uh, Happy Death Day is one that you can definitely watch multiple times. I think, I think you would like it. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to Happy Death Day to you again. If you've not, <laughs> if you've not seen Happy Death Day, don't watch the yeah. trailer for the sequel because it does spoil it for you. Uh, but I did see a like a 30 second uh, spot on TV recently where it had the Happy Death Day to you trailer where it just skipped, okay, revealing who the killer was. Nice. So yeah, hopefully they uh, like they, they should have that out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like it still astounds me. Like why you don't need that information? Yeah, you just need to know it's happening again and then move on with your fucking life. Yeah, I don't know why they chose that. It was very weird. And it, it sucks because I fig- I figured that maybe, and I wonder, I guess this is my question to you, after you've seen it, do you feel like, I mean, it's still a reveal, right? Like, you don't know who the killer is in the first movie, right? That's, like, any horror movie, you're, like, waiting for that reveal. So it did, like, mm-hmm. ruin it for you, correct? Like, that trailer? I, I would have liked to have had my brain work to try to figure out who did it. Yeah. Like that's, that's one of the best parts of a whodunit movie. Yeah, sure. Is it, or any type of story is like, Oh, I, I get to work through this and pick up on the clues. And I like to be fooled, mm-hmm. you know, when it's like, Oh, it's gotta be this part. Oh my God. It's not them. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those things, but yeah, it, it would have been nice, but it was still a fun ride. And I like the, the lead actress a lot. Okay, cool. Uh, I thought she, she handled the situation pretty well. And there's some pretty cool, like, because I thought it was just going to be her, uh, or the film was going to portray her doing like the same path each time. Mm-hmm. But there are parts where she'll where she'll like zig when she previously zagged, and then uh, will eventually zug. I don't oh, know, yeah, sure, or, yeah. what other uh, <laughs> there. But yeah, it, it, it's definitely worth a watch, okay. and uh, I'm looking forward to that that sequel. Hopefully, it, the sequel is just as good or better yeah so i want to i have a few questions about both of these so i'll separate them out so uh escape room i hadn't really heard much about it didn't like look too mm-hmm. appealing to me but um yeah. i saw a review i think it was on slash film i imagine um and they were saying like it it has its faults but like they actually liked it and uh yeah, i did it's a fun it's yeah. a fun dumb movie yeah cool yeah. so i'm done with that um and like, again like i wouldn't pay to see it probably i definitely i don't i don't think i would go out to the theater but uh something like mm-hmm. it sounds like fun for like uh, an afternoon like streaming movie or whatever so I'd like to check it out now after reading that review and then hearing you say it. But um, it does have uh, Tyler Lobeen in it, correct? I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. So I love that, too. And he's always good. Yeah. Yeah. So I didn't know who was in it until that review. And then I was like, oh, cool. I would have watched it just for him. I love that guy. Um, Mm -hmm. So I thought that was neat. Um, But otherwise, I didn't really know much about it. So uh, I thought it was interesting that you you guys had watched that. Was it you or Brandy or both of you guys that wanted to go see it? Um, Yeah. We we kind of 
made a consensus. You know, there was no uh, Marvel movies out at the time. So <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'll hang back. I'll let you pick. You do what you want to do because I've got at least three spots per year. Yeah. And then uh, Happy Death Day, um, I also saw a review the other day uh, after Happy Death Day to You had come out on Slash Film, and they talked about how they thought the original was really good and mm-hmm. interesting with what they do specifically with her, the main character, and that the, sequ- the sequel does a lot of cool things with that genre, but in a different way. And it's not just like a rehash, mm-hmm. it actually like does some really cool other things, which was very, kind of vague, and I'm glad. And I don't know what that means, but it got me excited for it um, because that trailer had really kind of really like put a real damper on me wanting to watch it uh, after they like revealed all that shit. So um, I I also got it the other day when it was on sale. So I haven't seen it yet, but I'm excited. I might Mm -hmm. wait. I've been planning to wait for Halloween, so I might do that. Uh, wait a little, a little yeah. bit longer, but now that you've seen it, I kind of want to watch it right away. So we'll see. Maybe yeah. Amanda and I will put it on this afternoon. Who knows? But uh, yeah. but yeah, it's cool. I'm glad you you guys watched that and liked it. There's one final thing I want to say about Happy Death Day, and if you've seen the trailer or a poster for it or whatever, you you can see that the killer has this weird like baby mask on, mm-hmm. and the way they, which is creepy. I mean, it just looks has a creepy look to it. Uh, babies are creepy anyway. Let's yeah, right. just Let's just be honest. Yeah, come on, okay? guys. Babies are creepy. <laughs> Scientifically speaking, again, <laughs> we're both scientists. Yeah, Listen to the outtakes. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, the way they they solve that problem is, and this is not a spoiler. She's in college. This is the college mascot. Is is a baby, which is so Wait, weird. <laughs> I did not expect that. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. Hmm. So, uh, who are the uh, who are the, the the Vikings playing this weekend? They're uh, they're playing the uh, the Bayfield toddlers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's fucking. That's, I guess we'll just fucking roll over them. Weird. Uh, automatically, but yeah, it's weird. Like I hate when when babies get dragged into like adult or like college level stuff. Uh-huh. Like a, a couple of years ago during the Super Bowl, there was a commercial for I think it was like Mountain Dew or Taco Bell or something that that was just garbage for us, but we still like. Uh, it was a, a puppy monkey baby commercial. Oof, yeah. Do you remember that? No. Where like the, the top half of this creature was a pug, <laughs> then it's like waist and it, it had a like a, a monkey tail, then its legs were a baby. Ugh. And then like the the hook to the commercial was like three things that that we all love. But it was like it it, it showed up it showed up in like two uh, college dudes like dorm room. Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, most people like dogs in general. Mm-hmm. Plus if you're a college guy, you could use it to, you know, meet somebody potentially, right? Monkeys they're they're like us, but furry. Sure. So that's okay. One thing most college people do not like is babies, <laughs> and they actively work against yeah. having them. Like, like if it, if it's at all possible to avoid, they will do so. So yeah, yeah. Two out of three. If, you know, if you wanted to go for college kids, they should, should have had like condom legs. Should have been the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the show title? I hope that's the show title. <laughs> Condom legs. We're still getting kicked off of iTunes. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> so um, I had watched uh, a movie recently. I hadn't really heard much about it, but it showed up as a 99-cent rental on iTunes, and I've been kind of trolling those lately for, for anything good. And a few mm-hmm. of the movies I've been watching actually came up on there. But um, So I got this movie Wait, called... Real, real quick, oh, can I get sure. a... Can I get your vocal impression of what it sounds like when you're trolling through 99 cent rentals on iTunes? Oh, well, it's just like a... Oh, oh, okay. It's just really, it's simple. 
Oh, okay. I was expecting more troll noises. Okay. Listen, I, yeah, even when I said that, I was like, is that really a good word for that? I don't know. But, (laughs) but, uh, so I watched this movie called Hotel Artemis and, uh, and I, I, I'm excited to talk about it. Uh, do you remember this movie coming out? It was like last year, two years ago, somewhere like that. I do. And I heard a lot of good talk Mm -hmm. about it. And I heard that Dave Bautista is one of the highlights of this movie, which I was, I was very much, I, 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 Almost rented it on iTunes, but mm-hmm. I clearly I did not. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear you talk about it. Yeah, so it's it's not great, um, and I hadn't heard like I'd heard I guess mixed reviews about it, but it seemed like it just came without a splash. I guess you know. So, hmm. okay. uh, but it's it's directed by uh, written and directed by Drew Pierce, who was a co-writer on Iron Man three, which I happen to like a lot, and uh, okay. he also wrote the story for Mission Impossible: Rogue Nation. So he has some writing stuff under his belt, but I believe this was his directorial debut for. Uh, uh, movie at least um, and so uh, I, I, when I heard his name on it I was like that's kind of cool it has some really good people in it, it has Jodie Foster uh, Sterling K. Brown who we've talked about on the show before um, it's pretty awesome uh, Jeff Goldblum uh, Charlie Day um, Jenny uh, Slate Zachary Kinto, Dave, Dave Batista. so it has a lot of like interesting people in different roles they're all kind of like minor here and there um, yeah. but yeah uh, it, I, I liked it it was I, I kind of watched it in little spurts. I would I would uh, put it on and like Amanda came home or something like that and I turned it off and like that night I picked it up a little bit more and I kept, it was almost like it was keeping my attention but then I'd be like, you know what, I'm going to try something else a little bit. Like I'll, I'm going to be like, hit this back up later. And then um, I would look for another movie and I'd be like, you know what, I really kind of dug that and I would watch it again. And uh, at the end of it, I was like, I really liked it. It was it was fun. It's it's uh, to kind of lay it out, it's a dystopian thriller. It's in the future. It's like in like the late 2020s in L.A., and there's a riot going on, but the uh, the plot basically is that Hotel Artemis is a uh, a converted hotel that is now a an underground medical facility for criminals, and I just think that's a really cool idea, and I wonder if it actually fucking exists in the world. Uh, I'm yeah. not a criminal. I thought about becoming one just to check this out, you know, like a journalist. Again, hashtag hack the world. Absolutely, and uh, so. It's cool though. It's like basically they um, they pay like monthly or yearly dues to be a part of these uh, underground underground medical clinics. And Jodie Foster runs this one. And if they have something that goes wrong in a in a like a, a crime, that they can go and get fixed up instead of having to go to the hospital. And so they only mm-hmm. like treat a few people at a time. And the story basically is like one night that kind of goes to shit. There are these huge riots in L.A. because they've privatized water distribution. Uh, and the private company is holding water from citizens, and so people are revolting about that. So it's kind of like that's the dystopian part of it. And then Jodie Foster is a like a shut-in. She hasn't left the hotel in like 20 years or whatever. She's like scared of the outside world. And then um, Sterling K. Brown kind of leads it off where he has to bring some people into the hotel. And uh, Charlie Day is already there from another heist that had gone bad, and he was there. But then... Uh, there's like a big guy, like uh, a crime lord over all of Los Angeles that is coming into the hotel that night. So it's like all this kind of – everything's like a shitstorm. Dave, yeah. Dave Batista is a nurse for uh, Jodie Foster in it. So he's really funny. Um, and it's, this was my first movie that I remember seeing him outside of like makeup from Guardians of the Galaxy. So it was kind of fun to actually just see that dude and just realize like how massive of a person he is. <laughs> he is just a chunk of muscle. It's crazy. Uh, like – he, he doesn't have a neck, really. It's just, like, shoulders to head 
uh, just like one <laughs> unit, you know? They make a shampoo for that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There you go. Yeah. And uh, so it was cool, though. I liked it. I would definitely recommend this one. It was It's, it's not um, fantastic, maybe, but it's, it is very visionary and cool. I liked the world that they made. It's very gritty. Um, it's very, like, every character is a character, you know? Like, you're definitely in a movie, but it's super fun for that. And uh, I liked it, man. I, I really dug it. I've been like thinking about it since I watched it last week, and really been wanting to like turn it on again. So, um, oh, awesome. yeah, I would highly recommend it. I was, I kept getting that confused with the the man, the Drew Goddard movie that came out. Oh yeah, also in a hotel. Battle uh, or not the battle, but uh, something El Real. Is that the one you're talking about? Yeah. What's that called? Yeah. Uh, we know movies. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck is that movie called? Yeah. Let's talk about stuff we know movies. <laughs> I watched that recently. Bad Times. I, I was thinking Battle. Battle Royale is yeah. what I was mixing that up with. Another great movie, yeah. but uh, Bad Times. Bad Guys at the El Royale. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Got it. Uh, but yeah, that one I really liked too. That was a good movie. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So hotel movies are in. They're really cool, man. I got to say. Yeah, it's funny because Drew Pierce uh, is – I kind of uh, – Mix them up, I guess, uh, from from bad times at the El Royale. Uh, this director, so uh, so yeah, this was this was cool. It's totally different than that one, absolutely. But uh, but I would I would definitely check it out. I, I think you would like it. I would definitely uh, think you should give it a shot. So okay, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely look into that. Cool, cool. What if this is the start of like a cinematic universe, the Hoteliverse? Hotel where everybody's yeah, going to connect. Them. Yeah, <laughs> finally, <laughs> it actually started with uh, Pixar's Cars. Uh, with that motel that he goes to, they're made of like uh, cones. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's all connected. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so my wife and I for Valentine's Day, you know, we, uh, you know, mm. romantic people, mm-hmm. we uh, <laughs> gather together that uh, midweek Thursday, and uh, had a, a nice dinner, ate way too much food, and uh, nice. sat down to watch a little uh, romantic. Joint we like to call Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, something that we had had been meaning to watch for a while. We mm-hmm. had heard a lot of good things about it, but I was like, yeah, but is it good? Yeah. Like, actually good? Mm-hmm. Or is it just like, like, let's be honest, dumb people good? Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I expected from it. And then it became a huge <laughs> fucking hit. And I'm like, well, yeah, it still could be dumb people good. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and it is the latter. Uh, it is just mm. like a, a dumb, like, fun adventure movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is kind of refreshing. I I, okay. uh, I I see a lot of, like, dumb action movies, like Fast and Furious and uh, uh, any number of the, the DC EU movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this one was a, a, a good adventure. Um, and I, you know, it has The Rock in it. And like you said, you know, love The Rock. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's so charismatic. And he just does a really good job uh, playing a um, somebody who is a an actually a, a teenager in, in real life. So the the premise of this movie, uh, which is set in the same continuity of the original Jumanji movie with Robin Williams, uh, there's a little like nod to it in the in the film. Cool. But um, Jumanji has gone from being a board game to a video game, and we eventually like four characters or four. Uh, kids from modern day uh, get sucked into the the actual video game and they become these uh, video game characters and this uh, this scrawny kid matter of fact he's the um, the the older brother in hereditary 
uh, is that the oh, main yeah. kid who becomes he, he's like a, a scrawny yeah. kid uh, with this like floppy hair. He <laughs> becomes the rock, and uh, like the the preppy girl who's always taking selfies. She becomes Jack Black in the movie. Uh-huh. So kind of the, the roles being switched is is fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Hart is in this movie, and I understand what you're saying about his his role in films. Like I like his stand up a lot. If you've ever seen any 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 of his. Assess the asses. <laughs> Assess the asses. Uh, if you've ever seen any of Kevin Hart's comedy films uh, or uh, stand-up comedy, it's uh, it's a lot better than his like roles that he's given. Okay. Um, he just kind of gets saddled with some some shitty roles in film. To be honest, like uh, my wife and I prefer to watch his stand-up over his um, his actual movies because they're just not all that great. Yeah. But, uh, he, he actually does a, a good job in this. Um, and like overall it's a, it's a fun movie to watch. Is it anything you need to like rush out and like buy or anything like that? No. I mean like it's worth a, a, a watch if it's streaming or, or if you know, you're going through there and, and trolling through iTunes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have here. Oh, <laughs> that's much better. I've got <laughs> but 99 pennies to spend on this. Uh, that was uh, much yeah, better. So, yeah. <laughs> I was like, and now back to my bridge. <laughs> Mine's like, and living underneath it. <laughs> Mine's like really just scrolling through. It was like, yeah. <laughs> that's all I do. <laughs> just silently, yeah. just like every once in a while. Yeah, hmm. it doesn't even click really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Jumanji: Welcome to the Jungle is is worth a watch at the very least. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's actually a uh, another actor who I don't remember. I, I'm sure he's probably in like some of the the advertising. But there's a a fifth character that shows up in this movie, um, which um, I guess is not all that surprising because he's. Uh, if you look it up on the Just Watch app, you'll see him uh, clear as day. I just saw but, that the other day too. Yeah, on something. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's there's that information, I guess. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I did. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it's worth a, a watch. I didn't know if that was a spoiler or not because I just saw it like in an article and they were like just in like the main – it was in Slash Film. It was like the main picture and in the like main – like the first paragraph, it was like, yeah, and there was this cameo in it and he's this mm-hmm. thing. And I was like, oh, I think that was something I was supposed to find out in the movie. But okay, I guess we're there yeah. or whatever. That's fine. So <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I wasn't too excited about this. And then mm-hmm. uh, like I said, it became like a huge juggernaut. I remember seeing something the other day. It's uh, – I can't remember who – is it like Universal or something that has this? Columbia. Columbia Pictures. It's like yeah, and Sony. Yeah. yeah, one of like their biggest films of all time. Whatever. It's like it has <laughs> yeah. the box of it was ninety. It says nine hundred and sixty-two million dollars, nearly a billion-dollar movie. Shit. That's insane. And uh, yeah, and so I, that kind of shocked me. I didn't expect people to like really like run out to see it. But again, like The Rock brings money in, man. So that's part of it. Um, and it's directed by Jake Kasdan, uh, who's who's cool. Uh, he's uh, Lawrence Kasdan's son. Lawrence Kasdan uh, did uh, wrote Force Awakens and. Did some of the old Star Wars back in the day with uh, Empire and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Jake Kasdan had directed Orange County, uh, which I love from, from 2002 with Jack Black. Oh, and okay. Yeah, so. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm not going to say anything else, but it, it does click into me, uh, into my brain now. Okay. Why something later happens. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, wow, that's that's really interesting. But then he, okay. had, he had done um, uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story, which I didn't, I've only seen like clips of. I didn't really care for much. And then he did Bad Teacher and Sex Tape, which both just seemed like mediocre movies that came out. I didn't really care to see yeah. those either. He had this like 
huge movie all of a sudden with huge people in it and then became a huge juggernaut. So I'm like, I'm really happy for him. I just, to me, it didn't yeah. look like there was going to be anything special. I was, I was curious for you if it was going to turn out like you just loved it, but, uh, clearly you just seemed like it was, it was okay. You know, like you liked it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's, it's funny. Like the first time you watch it, like the second time that you can kind of see the, the like jokes and whatnot coming, you know, it, it shaves a little bit off of the, uh, the veneer, mm. but I mean, overall it's, it's, it's pretty good. Like it, it moves at a decent pace too. So you're never like bored. There's always something constantly happening, even if it's not like an action scene or, or whatever. Yeah. At least they're like characters talking and, and, and kind of developing their personalities as they're, they're in the game and, and whatnot. So yeah, yeah, it, it, was, it was a fun watch. Okay, cool. I mean, I, I, I've wanted to see it just since it became such a huge hit, uh, but I didn't really, I wasn't gonna go to the theater and, and whatever. Uh, did you guys rent this? Is that what you said? Uh, <laughs> No, because it's not available to rent on iTunes, because why would you do that? Oh, yeah. So, uh, because I will do anything for love, oh. except have my wife co-host on the show because she's a fan. Uh, <laughs> I bought this on oh, iTunes wow. for fourteen ninety nine. Oh, and, wow. Uh, so you better like I've it. ever spent <laughs> on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Damn well worth it, too. Yeah. Long-lasting, not like flowers that just fucking die, so there you go. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. This is on my iTunes account forever. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get rid of it now. Yeah. Oh, man, that's awesome. Well, uh, it's like a chlamydia. Yeah. <laughs> this is the chlamydia of movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds uh, pretty rad, man. Um, yeah. I'll check it out at some point. Uh, it yeah. seems like... An, uh, so when I mentioned, like I keep saying this episode, uh, like an afternoon movie, there's something about, to me, and I think I might have mentioned this on the show before, like I just like, like Saturday afternoon, but maybe like Sunday afternoon, just like you throw something on like it doesn't have to be great like that's part of it like you're just kind of like chilling in the afternoon and and it's not like yeah. uh, making a big production of it so i, I kind of like that it seems like one of those movies that could just be fun and if i go into it you know i have pretty tempered expectations for this one i had low expectations by myself and then it's just from from people liking it and then your review right now that's kind of getting me wanted to watch it so yeah i think that i would go into it with a, a good mindset and might like it a little bit more that way so sounds cool i'll, I'll probably check it out here yeah. soon yeah all right. right what on. else do you have? So uh, my last one is uh, a movie that uh, also hadn't had great reviews, and uh, but it, it looked pretty good to us. Uh, we watched Peppermint with uh, Jennifer Garner, and mm-hmm. um, it's an action movie. It's pretty much all I really knew about it, and it was like a vigilante thing. Like her her daughter and her husband get gunned down in like a gang violence thing. They don't get justice, and so she has like a vigilante thing. And uh, Amanda loved uh, the show Alias with Jennifer Garner back in the day and she introduced me yeah. to that show and I, I started loving it too and and uh we love jennifer garner and she's also she can be such a fucking badass and so it was really good to see her back in like her badass roles uh, especially because she kind of dropped out of films for a little bit for the most part uh when she had her her daughter and maybe daughters now i can't remember um and then she started getting into films again a little bit more but it was like family films that i didn't really care to see and so this was like mm-hmm. a return to form for sure and uh and also like a little bit of backstory to that is uh, for for us. Amanda loves um, like cheesy, like female led, like badass like movies. So she loves uh, Enough with J Lo, and she loves Double Jeopardy with uh, uh, I can't remember her name right now. Alex Trebek. <laughs> that was so good. Right? Double, I, yeah, I just said Jeopardy, didn't it? Double Jeopardy with uh, Ashley Judd. And, uh, and they're both like movies that we just like throw on like a couple times a year and we love them. They're so much fun. We both, Amanda's really into them, but I really love these like 
they're almost like cheesy, but there's something like super fucking fun about them. And I just love like women, like, I don't know, like the revenge of, of like being treated poorly and like coming back from that and just being like no holds barred, just like being fucking badasses. And, and this one to us did not disappoint. We started this oh, movie. Good. Oh my God, Brent, I fucking love this movie. Uh, <laughs> we started this. And like within a few scenes, I was like, got the the vibe of those movies. And I was like, I am fucking in for this. And Amanda and I, the whole time, we're just like, we would pause it and be like, what if this happens? And they would fucking happen. It, like everything was so predictable, basically. It was, it's not like, I, I leaned over at one point and I was like, I can't even tell you if this is a good movie, like objectively, but I fucking love it. Awesome. Like, I know that it's not good, I, gu- I guess, but there's something about those that I still love. And I was so, Steven, yeah. Steven, you, uh-huh. you don't have to explain yourself to me. I'm the one who's dragging you <laughs> through the Fast and Furious franchise. I there get it, go. man. There you go. I you get, get it. it. Yeah. So this one, I was shocked to learn, though, it has a 12% on Rotten Tomatoes, all right? Holy shit. Holy wow. shit is right. So I could imagine that this shouldn't be, like, hugely loved. I could imagine this should, like I said with Bachelorette earlier, that should have a 12. This should have a 56. This should have something, like, right in the middle. People, yeah. Like, critics didn't really love it, but, like, uh, it's weird. Like, it has such a low score, but, like, almost every review I saw said, Jen Garner's awesome. It's a return to form to her alias days. She's great in it. The movie is, like, whatever. Uh, a lot of people said the movie was, um, like, really predictable and, and didn't have good twists and all this stuff, which I highly disagree with. I thought... Some of the time I was like, this is what's going to happen, but it would like change things up, whatever. It was cool uh, on some of the things or like it would go to places. It was like, I wouldn't necessarily know where the story was going. I wouldn't call that, but it would like, it would take a turn and I'd be like, oh, this is what's going to happen now that they've gotten there. I can tell you the next scene, but like, they'd still like change things up a little bit. And I was down for the ride. We both were uh, a few things that we got through in this movie is uh, at one point she, uh, she's like, you don't really see it's not like her her origin story necessarily you you kind of she, it starts off with her being a badass and then it kind of does some flashbacks to like how she got there and yeah. i was i was hoping the only thing I, I missed out on this movie is i was hoping for it to show like her training like i love like training montages or like a series of scenes that are like a little more you know slowed down than a montage that like kind of show like whatever than then like finding their way and 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 to back to revenge and everything and I was at one point. I was like, "Man, I would love it if, if the next scene she went to like a women's support group and met J Lo from Enough, and it was yeah. like a connected universe of like badass revenge women." I was like, "I would be totally <laughs> fucking down for that." But here's the thing that I really—the only thing that I wish this movie would have done differently—that I, I can't spoil how it really goes. But as I as I kind of mentioned, it's kind of her origin story. And as I was going through this, I was like, "She's fucking Batman, all right." It's not her parents that die. It's her husband and her child. But then yeah. she turns, she goes around the world and trains and then comes back and starts fucking killing all the criminals in her city. <laughs> and then people start loving her. Like there's a, a the main uh, poster is like her standing against a wall and there's like an angel wing spread out behind her like graffiti and it's like made of guns. And there's mm. a, it's like, it's part of the movie where there's like a graffiti of her and she's like, they call her like the angel of, of like Skid Row or whatever uh, in LA that she's at. And I was like, Amanda was like, yeah, I really could have done without the mural. I didn't really dig that. And I was like, no, I fucking love it. It's Batman. She's fucking a superhero. She's not fucking a superhero. Or she was Bat, Bat, Batfleck. So that works. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. but she is one. And I wish this movie I can spoil does not go there. But I was like, if at the end, 
she became a superhero, if that was the twist of this movie, I would fucking die. And it would have been amazing. And yeah. I wish they could have gone there. I know it's not like the trajectory they were going with, whatever, but holy shit, we had so much fun. I Afterwards, uh, Amanda and I were trying to figure out what else to watch, and I was like, I legit would watch this movie all over again right now. I cannot <laughs> recommend this enough. I can't say that you would like it or anybody would really like it. Uh, I can say that like the Rotten Tomatoes was 12% and that the audience score on Rotten Tomatoes was 76 so people really oh. like it, but critics didn't like it. That's yeah. all good and well. Uh, I definitely like some movies that are shitty and the general public don't like or critics don't like specifically. But, uh, man, uh, Amanda and I were both like, this is instantly in our rotation. With with enough and double jeopardy, <laughs> this is fucking there, man. I was in for it. That's awesome. As you were talking, I just rented this on iTunes. <laughs> and we'll be watching Excellent. this later today. Absolutely. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm totally in for that type of that type of movie, like just like big Great. dumb action movie Hell that yeah. type of thing. And uh, I think it was like a weekend or two ago, my wife and I, we came across the end of Enough on TV. We oh, both yeah. have seen it multiple times before, uh-huh. but I love the end of that movie where she's just like oh, kicking that God. dude's ass and yes. everything. It's just, yeah. So I, I totally get what you're saying. Awesome. So this is, sounds like it'll be right up my alley. Yeah. It's super cool. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's very gory. It's by the director I did Taken, which I didn't know until oh. after we, we had seen it. Mm-hmm. Or I guess during it, I was watching that. Um, so he has like a very like visceral uh, action fighting style and everything. And I actually found out through uh, research of him, he used to be a, a cinematographer, actually, is how he started out. And then uh, he, he was starting to do some uh, movies and stuff. That's not important. Yeah. <laughs> commercial breaks. Commercial breaks yep. are fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, and it, it's cool. Like, I think he has, I, after I saw that, I was paying attention to some of the, the way he shot things and everything, and it was cool. Um, everything, it's like, oh my God, Brent, I, I don't want to spoil a lot of it, but it's like everything you could dream. It has like a villain with a mustache. <laughs> It's amazing. It's like, it's everything. Wait, is it Jafar? Yeah, it's Jafar. Oh, my God. Uh, it was YouTube videos, makeup videos. He did this, and then he fucking was talking to Aladdin. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's just, it was perfection to me. It was perfection. I, I hope I'm not hyping it up too much for you now, but I, I hope you do enjoy it. Uh, it had some good people in it. Uh, it has this guy named uh, John Gallagher Jr., who was in um, 10 Cloverfield Lane. Um, and I okay. like him a lot. Uh, he's been, uh, he was in a movie called hush as well. That was really cool. And, um, and so I, when I saw him on screen, he's a cop. Uh, he was really cool. Um, after you see it, we'll talk more, but I, there's even more to the Batman, uh, mythos that I was creating for this, her, her superhero origin that I, I'm excited. So keep that in the back awesome. of your mind, Roland, as, as you're, as you're watching it. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah Cause I, sure. I, I think that if they had, I, there's an alternative, third act to this movie or at least like a very ending scene that i'm like oh my god i wish they could have done that or whatever and i and i hope <laughs> i don't know how well this movie did i think it did actually pretty well yeah the budget was 25 it made 51 so it, it made double its you know money or whatever that's that's cool uh, or you know it's it's budget but uh, I, I i want this i know it didn't get, get good reviews but i want this to be a uh, a start of a franchise for her because oh, be awesome. right, yeah. I I think that like uh, there are so many franchises now and cinematic universes and blah blah blah. And um, to me, when I was watching this, and again, I kept saying it was like an origin story, but I was like, I would love to see where this goes next. Like, this definitely has a um, a catalyst, you know, and her husband and daughter dying, and then a, a story plays out because of that. And and you know, it has it's a full story, and it, it you know it, it that story ends or whatever. But I was like, I don't know where that would go next, but just like. Uh, any other action movie or whatever, like they have a start like that and they can just like make the story up. And 
I would totally be down for for her continuing this role, and uh, I think that we need like more badass female, uh, you know, protagonists or whatever movies. So uh, for sure, yeah. yeah, I love action movies. I don't care who the protagonist is or what gender yeah. they are. I just want to see action movies, and especially if they're like fun action movies. Yeah, that's just like it's so hard to beat, you know. Yeah, absolutely, and she's she's fucking great uh, in that kind of role. Uh, one, yeah. one thing I, I, I didn't see her on the, on the cast list for Hotel Artemis. That's why I didn't mention her, and I, I can't remember her name right now. But um, Hotel Artemis also has a, a, a badass female uh, uh, protagonist who is. There's a, a scene in the trailer. Even someone is like, "Don't mess with her. She could kill you with a coffee cup." And she mm-hmm. like fucking smashes it and like throws a shard, and it's like she's just like fucking lethal. And uh, in Hotel Artemis, also there's a, a, a phenomenal action scene with this 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 woman um so yeah there's like two movies in a row that i watched that are like kind of cheesy action movies uh with badass women and i was like man i'm down for this more i'm, I'm so glad they're getting more and more roles that way so awesome. yeah for sure man check Hell it yeah. out Ooh. Mm. all right so i think that is uh going to exhaust our list yeah. of stuff that we wanted to mention as well as our time so i guess we should just go ahead and wrap this up so i will say that uh, if you would please take a second to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app helps people find us and uh yeah we we would appreciate it yeah also if you have a show suggestion question comment dog picture show selfie pop culture combat contender or anything else you want us to discuss please let us know by dropping us a line via email at let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com or you can follow us on twitter or instagram at ltas pod and steven if people want to follow you on letterboxd and twitter what should they type in um at fozzy bear waka waka <laughs> uh at stephen fisher 22 okay mm-hmm. awesome huh, huh. fozzy bear is taken of course <laughs> even 22 did you try making did you try making the o a zero ah uh, i didn't try that one though that's good i should try that okay unless you've taken it <laughs> yeah i took ah, it fuck <laughs> i was gonna say because like i did it so you oh, if you do okay. try it yeah don't yeah don't you use that finish one. yeah yeah and and the e and bear is also a three <laughs> oh so. cool yeah so let's speak that's yeah. good yeah uh and then you can follow me on twitter and instagram at brent hibbard and uh, yeah, so next week we are going to dip back into the Fast and the Furious by watching Fast and Furious from 2009. Now, not the Fast mm-hmm. and the Furious. It is just simply Fast Ampersand Furious. Yeah. So That's actually how you're supposed to say it. Fast Ampersand Furious. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> I'm so excited to watch this again, man. More cheesy action movies. I'm down. Hail yeah. to the yes. Yeah, this movie came out in 2009, so we're... Oh, wow. 10 years? We're, we're 10 years old Damn. at this point. Yeah. I keep and, coming uh, across stuff like that. That's fucking crazy that that was 10 years ago. Like, there's still mm-hmm. movies that I was like, oh, I'll watch that in a few years. And I'm, I did. And it's like, no, I watched that 10 years later. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. 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 For sure. And, well, looking so, forward to uh, it. So, yeah, that's what we will be discussing on the next episode. So we are going back to the well of having brian and dom together again as well as uh maybe seeing some characters from the uh the 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 two sequel movies that we we saw Mm, come into play and then also meeting some new characters so yeah that should be fun hopefully fingers crossed you may hate it but guess what we've got so many more movies to watch (laughs) in the series (laughs) you know i i so far am totally down for the ride of fast and furious oh yeah i did it click yeah (laughs) <laughs> it's been fun man i i 
I love doing this pop culture catch up. We had a lot to talk about, and uh, mm-hmm. but man, I was like fucking wanted to watch that movie so badly. So I'm glad we have uh, just one week to do it. So yep. it'll, it'll come mm-hmm. quick, and I'm glad. Hell yeah! Yeah, right on. It'll come fast. Uh, and fury. Uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, cool, man. I'm looking forward to that, and I hope you guys are too. I hope uh, people are watching those along with us. That'd be really fun. So, uh, sure. yeah. So, Fast and Furious 2009 next week, and uh, thanks for joining us today. Until next time, I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. Uh, let's talk later. And Stephen, upon your request, mm. the sync word will be. A pterodactyl screech noise. Mm. Well, we haven't practiced this, so I don't know what yours is going to sound we, like. Yeah, I know. We could have competing yeah. pterodactyl noises. It could be maybe I'm doing a youngling uh-huh. pterodactyl, and you're doing like a grandfather or grandmother. Ooh, you know? wow. I didn't thought about like putting myself in There's that character. There's generational aspects to it. Absolutely. Also, no one actually knows what they sound like, <laughs> yes. so we can just assume. No, this but, is, we are scientists. This is real. Whatever happens here, this is like what they sounded like i think yeah yeah i we really should have mentioned that on the show Mm -hmm. previous to us doing the sync word people don't know but this is a science show we are scientists yeah Yeah. interesting damn we should really start tagging it with hashtag science (laughs) wow that's one like major gaping hashtag hole that uh we just roundly admitted yeah well so from here on out though i guess we can keep going with it that's fine Mm -hmm. in the words of legendary scientist Jesse Pinkman from the Breaking Bad series. Excellent. Science bitch. Ooh. Science bitch. That's like that. You have that shirt, right? You wear it to mm-hmm. uh, under your like lab coat. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And you have goggles. Science things, right? I've got goggles. I've got three pocket protectors. One in use, and then like two more sure. in rotation. Absolutely. Because yeah, I like to, you know, if it's mm-hmm. Casual Friday, I get out the plaid pocket protector. Yeah, absolutely. You, know? you got that rainbow on one, the, on, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wear that one on the weekends mm-hmm. to show my support for absolutely. the LGBTQ plus uh, community, you know? Yeah. Um, I, and I, I do like to wear my lab coat every day. Yeah. So. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Monday, lab coat. Tuesday, mm-hmm. lab coat. Well, you guys know where I'm going with this. Every day, lab coat. Wednesday, lab coat. Yeah, okay, we, Thursday, yeah. keep it going. Keep lab coat. <laughs> Friday, lab coat. Second Friday? No, wait. wait. What do we? Uh, Saturday. There you go. Saturday. Saturday, lab coat. Sunday. Sunday. Lab. Bathrobe. Oh. Lab coat. Oh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like it. Like a bathrobe that looks like a lab coat, but you still have a pocket protector. You know what? And it has it's, soap in it. Sunday is for me. Sunday is for me. <laughs> okay, there yeah. you go. But you still want to look professional. Yeah, absolutely. You never yeah. know who's going to show up. It's like those... And knock on your door and try to recruit you into a, being a Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> it's like those jeggings. It's like they're like sweatpants, but they look like jeans. It's like you want to be comfortable, mm-hmm. but you still want to look good. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. What are we talking about? Pterodactyl noise. Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. So <laughs> we'll sync with pterodactyl screech noise <clears throat> on three. Now, Stephen, yeah. before we started recording, you had mentioned that you literally just got over having a headache. Oh, yeah. Uh, Prepare to be back in Headacheville uh, very soon. <laughs> That's the goal. All right, so let me scoot my mic back a little bit because nice. uh, I'm going full bore. Oh wow, some bitch. All right, so on three, one, two, three. <laughs> I did a er before it. <laughs> I did go with. I was trying for a grandpa. I was trying. To, it was oh, like a little okay. lower, a little scratchy. Yeah, you know, uh, and man, my uh, my sound just fucking spiked like a motherfucker. So that's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna sound real good. 
Hell yeah. That's what we go for is just audio quality. That's why mm-hmm. that's why our podcast is much quieter than every other podcast out there. If mm-hmm. you listen to, you know, multiples in a row, it's just because we care. You know, we're not yep. trying to blow out your eardrums. Guys. Uh, also, we're much like we have failed to mention being scientists mm-hmm. on the show, we are also dipping our toes into ASMR. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, you definitely Pterodactyl are. noise, ASMR, mm-hmm. check. That box is checked. <laughs> Got it. Next, jackhammer sounds <laughs> as ASMR. <laughs> wow, that's like a niche market, but it, really it good is, for yeah. it. Yeah, it's for the people in New Jersey. Oh, like nice. Road construction. <laughs> that was so perfect. Yeah. I was like, I know exactly what you're saying, and I've never even been there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> is that another pterodactyl yeah <laughs> i imagine that pterodactyl in my head was uh if you were to film a tv show say or a tv special maybe a christmas special uh or something like that of uh of uh pterodactyls in a treehouse, you know something like uh, mm-hmm. a la dinosaurs but by way of the uh star wars christmas special and uh that pterodactyl right there was the little kid on the on the balcony uh, about to fall fucking you know tree height uh, uh, down uh, huge tree houses, so. Next time on Pterodactyl Treehouse. <laughs> like, it doesn't have the exact alliteration know, because pterodactyl yeah. begins with P, but, you know, like, f- phonetically or whatever. It would look, yeah, it wouldn't look right, but it does sound right. I, and that sounds good, Pterodactyl mm-hmm. Treehouse, man. Yeah. Don't, we gotta cut this out because that's gonna be something we gotta make. Make that money, son. Yo, people are gonna steal that idea for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what if we made Treehouse spelled with a P as well? The silent P. Does that work? <laughs> <laughs> it works on both levels it's gonna be so good that's gonna that's gonna like i would like it, it if uh, if it was a conversation where somebody saw and it was spelled like correctly so it was like pterodactyl with the p in front of it but treehouse with the t and somebody was like why does pterodactyl have a p in front of it and somebody who's Let's be honest, it's probably a contrarian. Mm-hmm. It's like, why doesn't Treehouse have a P in front of it? Hmm? Uh, uh. Maybe you should take a look in the mirror. Absolutely. Yeah. Racist. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what it all comes back yeah. to. <laughs> Everything just gets so dark in this timeline we're in. We are living in <laughs> we're, hell. 